Hey, Pupapodsters, this is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. And we want to welcome you today. That we right. have a special guest. An exciting episode. Yeah, we have a special guest in the studio today. Yeah. Uncle Chris. That was very nicely timed. That was my exciting noise. <laughs> well, you, what makes you timed exciting? it perfectly with the end of the music. I yeah, did? It yes. was beautiful. I don't have headphones on, so I, I can't know. hear... The intro music. It was just like in your soul. Yeah, just you can feel it. So Uncle Chris is back! Yay! 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 Thanks for joining us for our podcast. Today. You are welcome. We are gonna have a learn a hymn with Uncle Chris. These are right. so great. Is this our third one or our fourth one? I don't know. I don't. I think it's it might be our least, third. At least Maybe third one. Yeah, at least third. At least, and they're I all like great. Them. I go and I look for. Songs, and that's what a hymn is. A hymn is a song. I look for songs that I go, you know, if the puppet podsters don't know this one, they should. Well, I think they would like to. We'll learn them this hymn. Uh huh. <laughs> I know that wasn't proper. So no. I have a question. Yes. This just it's came to me at this very moment. Oh, unplanned. Unplanned question. question. Ooh. Does the word hymn just mean song, or does it have like a specific Meaning, because there's like modern hymns too. Sure, um, the Bible talks about in Ephesians. It says songs and hymns oh, and yeah. spiritual songs. So those are all different. Well, these are all diff- things we can use. Or was to he just saying it differently every time? Like I'm just really driving this home. Yeah, I'm sure that there there would be little differences that we could talk about. And, okay. But really, what we're really talking about, whatever you're calling these, you call it a hymn, because uh-huh. it's out of a hymn book or a song book. Or, these are pieces of music. Yeah. And we're talking about words set to music that we use to praise the Lord and to sing about him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to get too technical. Okay. So, this is a hymn or this is a... But so, hymn guy, which yeah. one did you pick? This is a really great hymn. And one reason that you can tell that it's really good or a clue that it's really good, and it's not foolproof, it's not a guarantee, but a good clue is if if it's still well-known... Today, but it's really, really old. Yeah, there's probably a reason that it's still well that known. It hung on. That it hung on because there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of songs, hymns that nobody remembers anymore because oh. they were fine. They were, they were good, but not great. Uh-huh. They maybe weren't as singable or uh-huh. not quite as catchy, or they weren't quite as meaningful, perhaps. Oh, like the words, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't mean they were bad. It just means that certain ones are just extra good. and Kind of like books. Oh, yeah. That's a like Classics, everybody's like, oh, I love that book, and everybody knows it still, even though it was written a really long time ago. It's because it's so good. And one author might write something that's considered a classic, and write other things that everyone forgets because they just weren't as good. Yeah. Uh, an example of that for like literature, m- most everybody knows the story, or at least something about the story, the fictional story, Treasure Island. Oh, yeah. By Robert Louis Stevenson. Yes. Yes. But 
less people know his other books. He wrote other books, but less people know those. Treasure yeah. Island is the one Just was that really good, huh? If you say Robert Louis Stevenson, oh, Treasure Island. But he oh. wrote other ones, too. They're good books, but maybe not quite as good. And that's true with hymns. Hymns, too. And sometimes by the same author. In fact, the author that wrote this hymn, I think he wrote other hymns. But I don't even think I know what they are. Uh, less remembered, I, huh? Less remembered. But I know this one. Now, this... I, let me tell you about this what author. What is this one? Well... You the, haven't even told us the hymn yet. Okay. Shall I tell you that first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The title of this hymn in English, and it was not originally oh. written in English. Which was, what was it? Uh, it's original language. German. Oh. The title of this hymn in English is Praise to the Lord the Almighty. Yeah, I know okay, that one. yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. 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 And it was written by a man named uh, Joachim Neander. Joachim Whoa. Neander. And so he That's was German. Name. He was German, and he was born, get this, in 1650. <gasps> Whoa. Now, we just That's a really entered, long time ago. We just entered the year 2020. 20. So Crazy. if we do the math... 1650, 1750, 1850, 1950. Whoa. That's 300 years. 300. And another 70 years. So yeah. 370 years ago was when Joachim Neander was born. Wow. His dad was a pastor. His grandpa was a pastor. His great grandpa was a pastor. I'm seeing a trend. His yeah. great great grandpa was a pastor. Wow, there's a lot of pastors in this. Was family. he a pastor? No. <gasps> oh, he broke, least, he broke the trend. He broke a lot of things at Uh-oh. first, anyway. When he was a young man, when he was a young man, he was wild. He did not want to follow in his in his father's, grandfather's, great grandfather's, great great grandfather's footsteps. He did not want anything to do with the Lord. In fact, oh, one, that's sad. The story is that one time he and some friends went to another church service to try to just make make trouble Uh-oh. at the service. But, Troublemakers. But as he heard the preaching of God's word, he was convicted in his own heart, and he gave his heart to Jesus. Yay! Oh, that's a cool story. Well, I was going to say, he must have turned it around at some point to write a, a song that's called Praise to the Lord the Almighty. And a little later in his life, he became at least uh, an associate pastor. I don't remember. I don't know if he became, like, the only pastor of a church, but he worked for the Lord. And by the way, you don't have to be a pastor to work for the Lord. That's Anybody true. Can. And the way we're not we, pastors, are we? Nope. The way we nope. remember Joachim Neander serving the Lord was in writing this song. Now he didn't live very long. Oh, he died of tuberculosis. He was only thirty years old when he died. Oh man, which is old to you, but it's not really old to me anymore. No, and it's really not that old. In the in a person's life, thirty is not very old, but oh. he died of tuberculosis. So he got really sick then. Yep. Huh? The same year that he died, he wrote this song, "Praise oh, to the whoa. Lord the Almighty." Now I'm going to. Are you going to sing it? Yes, I'm going to sing it because you need to hear how the. Now he didn't write the music, but he wrote the words. Okay. And it goes like this: 
Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise him, for he is thy health and salvation. All ye who hear, now to his temple draw near. Join me in glad adoration. That's the first verse. I like this one. Yeah. One thing I really like about this song, some songs, some hymns, have verses and then they have a chorus that's the same words and they repeat. And that's fun. I like that. This one doesn't have that. And so... Every, every, yeah, it's just verses like that. And I'll I'll point out a couple things I like about it. And of course, this was translated into English. So the person that did, did that did a good job too, because not only did they have to translate the words and what the words meant out of German into English, they had to make it a song and make it rhyme. Yeah, so they, that was so really hard. That was the job of the uh, of the translator. And oh, was, well, good job. It was translated by Catherine Winkworth back in 1863. Oh, so thanks, she, Catherine. Good job. So it was sung for a long no, time just in German uh, and not oh. in English. For Can you sing it in German? Years. I can't sing it in German. Why don't you learn it in German for our podcast? <laughs> Be, well, yeah, maybe I, I should have. Maybe I should have. <laughs> just I, kidding. I, I think we would just enjoy it more in English. You feel disrespected? You're not German. <laughs> no, because you didn't care enough to learn it in German oh. for our podcast. <laughs> now, I'm just kidding. I, we're going to enjoy it more in English. Yeah, because we'll know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we have German puppet podcasters, yeah. well, maybe they already know it in German. Maybe and they if do. you do... You know what would be great? You sing it in German and send it. That would be Wouldn't so that be great. Awesome? That would be really cool. I would love to hear that. Now, I was going to tell you what I like oh, yes. about this. Right, right. When you have a song like this that has just verse after verse and it doesn't repeat anything, that means there's a lot of stuff in it, a lot of great stuff to hear because none of it's being repeated. Right. And that's really cool. All new words. And something I like about the English version, which is the only version I know, is that the, the way it rhymes. The first line rhymes with the second line. There are four lines Creation in each. and salvation. Yep. King of creation. Right. Salvation. Then the third line doesn't rhyme with the other lines. It rhymes just with itself. All ye who hear, now to his temple draw near. Oh, yeah. And then the last line rhymes with the first two lines. Join me in glad adoration. Isn't that a fun way to do poetry? Yeah. Something special I like about it. I couldn't get what it was. There it is. Now, you can follow that because all the verses pretty closely follow that rhyming rule. There are four lines in every verse. The first two lines and the last line rhyme. And the third line only rhymes with itself. It's like a little mini chorus within the verses. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are listening to this Puppet Podsters, you might want to listen, because I'm going to sing the other verses. You might want to listen a couple times because it's fun to listen to that. But I also want you to hear how great these words are and how important they are in worshiping the Lord and talking about how great he is. So shall, shall right, I Verse sing? two. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Praise to the Lord, who o'er all things so wondrously reigneth, shelters thee under his wings, yea, so gently sustaineth. Hast thou not seen how thy desires there have been granted in what he ordaineth? Here's the third verse. Praise to the Lord who doth prosper thy work and defend thee. Surely his goodness and mercy here daily attend thee. Ponder anew what the Almighty can do. If with his love he befriend thee. Here's a, you, you guys want to sing the fourth verse with me? Sure. I have sure, the words yeah. right here. See okay, that? yep, I do. All right, try it with me. Here we go. Okay. Praise to the Lord, oh let all that is in me adore him. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. Let the Amen sound from his people again. Gladly forever adore him. Now, I have to tell you a really cool story. Now, okay. remember I said that this man's name was Joachim Neander. Right. Yes. yes. Right? Yep. And when he, what one thing he liked to do was he liked to go for walks in God's creation. And he had a special valley that he liked to go to that was just beautiful. And one might imagine that it was going to that special, beautiful place. That he thought of this song? That he thought of writing the words of this song. And he wrote this song the same year that he died. So singing about the king of creation and 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 all that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. Yeah. He had the special valley that he loved to go to, and people knew that about him. And when he died, or after he died, they named the valley after him. Oh, it was a valley cool. in Germany, uh, a little bit outside of Dusseldorf, near the Dussel River. And they named it Neander's Valley. I need to find me a valley I like. Now, here's a little German lesson. Okay. The word for valley in German is tall. Oh. Tall. Interesting. Now, in English, that seems ironic because a valley is goes down. It's down, yeah. And tall, we think of up. (laughs) But in German, the word for valley is tall. And this was Neander's Valley. So in German, you would call it Neandertal. Right. Now, have you ever heard the word Neandertal before? Yeah, I think I have. I have. Like in science class. Yeah, and maybe some other references too because because about 200 years later they discovered some bones there. There were some bones that they found of really ancient bones and they called it the Neanderthal man. Yeah. And for a while there was a there was a, a, this was back in the 1800s there was a man that got a hold of him and he looked at it and he said this skull looks very unusual it doesn't look quite like our skulls and so he declared this must be a missing link in evolution this must be 
a pre-human, not human, some kind of sort of human, something between apes and humans. It kind of looks like a mix between the two. Yeah. Well, scientists now realize that that isn't true. It's not a missing link. It is a group of people that that group of people died away. Uh, and, of course, people in different parts of the world, we do look a little different from each yeah, other. Yeah. Uh-huh. There are Europeans, and there are African people, and there are uh, people in the Americas, both North and South yep. America. There are Asian people. Yep. There are Aboriginal people, like in Australia. Yeah. And they're their own people group, but they're all people. And that is what the Neanderthals, or the bones of people discovered in that valley, were. They were a people group from a long, long time ago. That's so interesting. Yeah. And so it's funny because when we hear the word Neanderthal today, we kind of think of that that idea that that one guy back in the 1800s attached it to evolution. But the fact is that... Now, when we hear the word Neanderthal, we don't have to think about that. We can think about the very place, that valley near the Dussel River in Germany, that Joachim Neander loved to go to, and he wrote about a creator. Yeah, who created us all special and unique. That's right. He created us. Yep. And he created the people that lived in that valley long before the current people that live there or the people that lived there in the 1600s. He is the God of all those people and the creator of all those people. Pretty cool. Wow. That is really cool. Can I, can I do the verse of the day? Oh yeah. Right. All right. Well, this is a great, these are two verses. He came prepared because he knows we would ask him. That's right. Yeah. These verses are from Psalm 150 and they go right along with this song. Pray, remember, a psalm is a song, too. Yes, right. I do. Yeah, I remember we don't, that. We don't have the, the music for these words anymore, but we have the words. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Wow. Oh, I like that group of verses. Yeah. This kind of makes your heart go, Yeah. And that's how I feel when I sing that song, Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. You know what part of the song I really like? What? The ponder anew what the Almighty can do. Yeah. Think about all the really cool things that God can do. Very good, Stephen. That's right. Ponder means to think and to spend some time thinking. Yeah. That's to ponder. And anew means do it all over again, as if you'd never done it before. Yeah, that's a good point. And think really, so I'll say it a different way. Think really hard. Like you've never, as if you've never thought it before about what God the Almighty can do. And you can ponder anew forever and never run out of something to think about when you think about what God can do and can can do. do. He will never run out of his ability to surprise us with what he can do. Wow. He is Almighty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Uncle Chris. This was really fun to hear this. Him, I really, I really do like this one. I forget about it sometimes, so thanks for reminding me. You're and welcome. for sharing it with our Puppet Thank Podsters. Thank you for letting me share it with everybody. We hope you enjoyed that, Puppet Podsters. Yes. And now, of course, we will share a few jokes with you. 
go first? You may. Please do. Why, thank you. So, I was thinking, do you want to hear a joke about a cat? A cat joke? Yeah. yeah. Well, sure, yeah. I like uh, cats. Never mind, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I don't get a joke about a cat? Nope, you don't. I love a good joke. We'll love from here to Roanoke. Be it right next to Riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. Chris, I was wondering, do you do you like to drink soda pop? Do you like Dr. Pepper? Uh, sometimes I do. I was just wondering if you knew what kind of doctor Dr. Pepper was. What kind of doctor? Yeah. Oh. Uh, He's a physician. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love a good joke. Come on, you had to like that one a little bit. You remember how we talked about how some songs can last a long time and some just... Yeah, this one ours, will last ours has always. lasted for over 400 podcasts. Yep, always uh, and forever. It will always be. Yeah, yep. it's got a long way to go before it catches up with... That's true. Three Over 300, almost 400 years. Yes. Well, that's all right. We got time. <laughs> Lots of time. <laughs> I, d- I doubt it will stick around like that. I, one, I doubt it will either. We, you know, we kind of have to have a, all the churches singing it that's for years true. and years for, and years. For years. I don't think that's going to happen, but we can enjoy it while it's here. Yeah, that song is three hundred and what would it be? Three hundred and forty years old. This oh, year. oh yeah, yeah. Because he wrote it the year he died. You said yeah, right? Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. That's a long standing song. That is. But it's a good one. It is a good one. Um, you have any questions, Papa Podsters, or comments, or you want to, sh- whatever, you want to share with us? Maybe you have a joke to share. Maybe you want to tell Uncle Chris something. We can, yeah. we can give him a message from you. If you email us at stephenlydiasing at yahoo.com, we and, will make sure he gets it. And yeah. Stephen is spelled? Yep. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. And? And then and is A-N-D, and Lydia is L-Y-D-I-A, S-I-N-G. So the email is Stephen Lydia Singh. Oh, yeah, right. At yahoo.com. That's okay. Yeah. it's We normally just talk about Stephen and Lydia. So like, yeah. Right, that confused me for a Stephen second. Stephen Lydia, Lydia Singh, Singh at yahoo.com. No spaces. Right, right. Okay. Yep. And you can tweet us at Stephen Lydia. Yep. And you can visit our website, ghhinc.org. Yeah. And what else? You can check out the YouTube right. channel, ghhinc. That's right. Anything else? That's about it. That's about it. Thanks for joining us, Uncle Chris. You and bet. thank you, Puppet Pastors. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. <laughs>